Elio Faden. Welcome to the Straight Faden Podcast. Tonight I got a special guest. He goes by the name of Big Stud. How you doing, man? Chilling, buddy. Thank man, you for having me on here. No, thank you for pulling up. Like I was looking at your page and you were way more than I thought. <laughs> you know, <laughs> type of shit. Hey, man, that's all. That's all a, a blessing from above. You know. Yeah. Um, a little bit about myself. Uh, I started making music in uh, 2020. Uh, to, uh, shout out to my brother. Shout out to your brother. The Chris KH official on Instagram. Follow him, Mix and Master. Uh, he does all that. And uh, low key, him and my cousin uh, Crash Indigo and Restless. Oh, that your cousin? Yeah, both of them. Restless Beats and, and Crash Indigo. They uh, they low key brought me to the studio at a young age. Um, you know, around like 14. So I've been around the environment, but I really wasn't rapping like that. And then, um, like I said, I was talking. We talked earlier, you know, and I told you that uh, that song Sitting Bull. That, that you had mentioned, yeah. um, that was from my friend who, uh, that was like the first song that I had made after my friend overdosed. And, uh, you know, that was the like, only drop that I had of 2019. And then it wasn't until uh, around like January 2020 is when I reached out to uh, my friend, LMBDG, and he flew from Texas. And uh, we made like four songs, Latin Goddess, Phoebe's Bleeding. Um, I can't remember the other two. Oh, like an EP? Yeah, like low-key, like an EP, yeah. Mm. And, uh, and, uh, uh, you know, it's crazy to, to, to think like where I'm at right now to, you know, and I look back two years ago about like how it started, you know, in the back of my house and, uh, just like the vision that we have, you know, he was 19 at the time I was 20 years old and, and, and I was always like the type, you know, nobody in my family, nobody that I ever knew really blew up. You get me? Yeah. So I was always with that mindset of like, is it going to work? Is it going to work? Is it going to work? And then he would always tell me like, stun. Like you gotta realize, bro. You can't live in that type of like reality. You gotta be in like the now. Like this is gonna work. This is gonna work. And you know, uh, fast forward, we in uh, we in uh, June of 2020, and we made a song called uh, "Touch the Sky." It's me, him, and Crash Indigo. And uh, that night, he said he had a song that he's been working on, and it's called it was, it was called "Pull Up." Later to be a hit, you know. So, uh, what type of reaction you got from that song? From that song? Yeah. Reactions from like David Dorbrick, like all these people, you know, it, it was it was crazy. So he recorded the song. It was it was like a, a one take. He did it all in one take, yeah. and then uh, you know he called me about like two months later, and it found its way to TikTok. And he called me. By the time he called me and told me the song blew up, it was a, uh, it, it was already probably like twenty thousand videos were already done to it with millions of views, millions of likes, and that was just like the only, that was just like the beginning. That's dope. Like and and that's you know. That, that, that. My bad. My, no, you good, you good. My no, bad. Like, you like right now, cause you told me you're young. Yeah. And the song blowing up on TikTok now. Yeah. Like, all the potential you could still do. Like. Yeah. And, 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 like, just seeing him do that, like, made me realize, like, how crazy, you know, we could do that, you know, in such a little time. And that was only, like, six months of just hard work that we were on, consistency. Like, like where would our lives be if we continued to do this? Yeah. You know, so, uh, September... Uh, you know, we had a party. That was around the time that the song Pull Up was blowing up. Uh, we had a party. It was my brother's birthday, and uh, my producer, OMG Beats, he had pulled up on us. And, uh, like, uh, it was crazy because he had walked into, like, a like a hour-long freestyle session. Dang. And it was just me just going ham. And at the end, like, he, he just looked at me and was like, you different, bro. You're <laughs> special. Like, there's something about you that I can't even explain. And... And like he would just tell my my brother, him and my brother, they they uh, what's it called? They grew up together. Um, they met they met in a in a cancer camp. So um, 
you know, fuck cancer though. Anyways, <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, so they they've been they've been homies and stuff. So and and just from that, them being homies, we became homies, and um, and and like I said, we just we we all just came together and, and, and formed that that group L and B. And then for those that don't know, like I like supporting the area. Yeah. And from the Harbor area, well, you come from Carson. Yeah, I'm from I'm from Carson, California, man. I'm from the Harbor area. Shout out to everybody in the HA, man. Yeah, they get the support from other cities, or how is it? You know, it's crazy because I don't really make music that's for LA. Yeah. So I think that my uh, the demographic or the people that I reach out to is really just like all on the East Coast. I get a lot of love from the East Coast, uh, you know, from uh, people in London, um, you know, and it's it's the love that I get on social media is insane. Like I get messages from people saying that I'm helping them, you know, get through what their problems are, you know, depression and all that, you know, what, what society, you know, comes what comes with society. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for me to be able to do that is, like, very motivating for myself, you know. So I think that uh, uh, that's one of the biggest blessings that I could offer as an artist, you know, besides everything else. Yeah, like, for two years? Yeah, Like, you've been years. doing this a lot. Like, I like the content you've been doing, like... How you got started into music? Who pushed you to keep doing it? I think it was really everybody around me. You know, like I always tell everybody, it doesn't take one person to blow. You know, to become yeah. a, a, you know, su successful. It takes everybody around you. It takes a village to really, you know, make everybody pop. And um, it was always like I, you know, they, you heard that saying, knives sharpen knives. And you know, if it's ideas bouncing from my cameraman, you know, shout Mike the plug. You know, shout if it's Mike, if it's, you know, <laughs> yeah, he's right there. You know, he's behind the camera. You know, and, and if it's ideas from the producer, if it's ideas from, from DG, if it's ideas from my brother, like, or if it's just, like, ideas from somebody that I meet, like, it's really just, like, all, like, you know, all the feedback that I've been getting and all that, that's really what just pushes me, and we push each other to just keep doing what we're doing. You get me? Yeah. Who are so, some of your favorite artists or artists that inspire you? Vori. Who? Vori. V-O-R-Y. He's, he's up and coming. He's new. Uh, he's actually, he, he wrote that song, Don't, by Bryson Tiller. That went crazy back in 2016. Uh, Meek, he just signed a uh, Dream Chaser. Uh, Meek, Meek Mill, Mill. yeah, he's with Meek Mill. So, I'm very, very heavily in influenced by him. A lot of people say I sound like a bunch of people, like, like, like really? they'll say like Lil Durk, and they'll say a bunch of all these. But you know that doesn't really phase me. Yeah, that's me. crazy too. Cause I was telling you earlier I couldn't compare you to nobody. Yeah. So I, I was crazy that they asked. I don't, I don't feel like you sound like them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at the same time, you gotta realize like the way that I look, I don't look like I make music, or I don't look like I do somebody. <laughs> you hear me? So. But, but it's crazy nowadays. Everybody, you can't even tell who raps or who was. Yeah, you can't, and that's the thing. Like you know, some people got tats all over their body. Some people just clean pe white white piece of paper. You get me? Like you know, clean sheet. Yeah, and you you were saying you're not a white boy. Nah, a lot man. of people that you nah, everybody, you know, everybody, everybody says that I am. But you know, I'm, I'm hey, hey. L <laughs> and B Entertainment. Yeah. Who is that? Uh, so L and B Entertainment is uh. It's me and my friend uh, LMBDG. That's the two people, co-CEOs, and then uh, everybody underneath that is uh, Chris Cage, OMG Beats, Mike the Plug. Uh, you got uh, Crash and Ego, Restless. You got my boy TTG. You got Chris the Brody. You got Baby Forty. Um, you know, you got PZ. You got a bunch of people. You know, we're, like I said, we're heavily deep. It's a bunch. Of, it's a it's a band of brothers, really. Yeah. And um, and uh, you know, we like all, a dope lineup. <laughs> yeah, yo, yeah, yeah, man. We, so we much all, talent. Anyway. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of talent. It's a lot of brotherhood. It's it's, it's really just like, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a community. That's yeah. really that's what's keeping us successful. I saw one of your posts. You put um, in two weeks, your life changed. What yeah. Was that? So so. That was with the Cash Money AP, right? Yeah. Okay, so how how, how that all happened was... That's on um, 
Pop Smoke producer, right? Yeah, so he's, he's one of them. He's one yeah, of one them. Of so the whole Cash Money AP thing, how that how that came about was a crazy scenario. So um, I think it was about like August of 2021. My my homie, he uh, had two back-to-back sessions at Paramount Studios. You know, legends have been in their juice world, Nipsey Hussle. Um, you know, and and all not including all the plaques on the wall. You get me? So uh, I got I was given the opportunity to to pull up there, you know, and and just witness and really soak up game. You know, see everything there and 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 be in those sessions. So after those two sessions that were back to back, we ended up making like five songs, four songs, and 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 uh, you know, uh, I think about like three or four days later, we he he calls me, uh, Ellen, uh, my boy DG, and he says, uh, "Hey, we got sessions with Cash Money AP," and I'm like. The one that made Pop Smokes, and he was like, "Yeah," and so we all put up. It was me, Chris Cage, and uh, and DG, and he ended up doing like four songs the first day, and I didn't like, you know, like I I, w- I just sat back. You get me? And then the next day, we did uh, I think three songs, and he told me to jump on the last two, and it wasn't until I jumped on the last two that that Cash Money AP like really looked at me and was like, "How you feel about songwriting?" Hmm. And so, you know, I say that like. You know, I posted that at the time, you know, because I was I was told that, like, what do you think about songwriting? Like, we should work. You know, I was just, he just followed me. He gave me my, you know, as, as somebody who's doing all this independently, you know, that's just like a big stepping stone. So, you know, I said, like, in two weeks, my life changed. You get me? So I shot a music video with him. He shot my very first professional music video, Mike the Plug. Like, I feel like a movie star. I'm in downtown L.A. sitting on a on, on the window of a of a of a, ch- of a, a charger, and I'm flying through the city. You get me? We got drones. I, it was like an experience like like never before. You get me? Yeah. So I had. That's why I'm saying like, within those two weeks, all that happened. That's crazy because a lot of people don't know like, the cameraman like you got the cameraman has to like know your vision too. They gotta see yeah. where you coming and bringing it to life. You know. And, and I want to talk about how I met him too because. The, the relationship that him and I have is I think is crazy. So um, I didn't even say this part of my story, but I was I was a football player and I almost lost my life playing football. I almost popped the artery in my right leg. And what I teach No, I was playing uh, I played uh, for Southwest on, on Imperial Central in, in, in South Central. So I was on uh, I was on that team and then I had to like get the mobility the mobility back in my leg. It took about three months and stuff. And then I started working at a, a subway. And one day he came, it was like early in the morning, I think, or I can't even remember. It, it was dark. I just know it was dark outside. <laughs> I don't know if it was early in the morning or late at night. And he walked in and like, he was just telling, I was like, I was like, what do you do? And he was like, oh, I, uh, I'm a, I, I take photos. And he was telling, he had just took photos with Nipsey Hussle. You get me? And I'm just like, damn. And I told him I'm a rapper, yeah. but I sucked at the time. You get me? I knew I wasn't that, I knew I wasn't good. You get me? And, and that connection just like from that day, you get me like, we just kept it alive, and then next thing you know, I found out we ended up being neighbors. Okay. He drove by one day, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> and he was like, yo, what's up, bro? I, I live around the corner. <laughs> and from there, like, you know, the relationship has just been, is, is I consider that like a brother to me, you get me? So, yeah, yeah. that and that's, like like I said, everybody that's in l and is, is like brothers, like, I, I don't know how it's, uh, we're not just like homies, we're not, you get me? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, everybody has a key, like, a key uh, role. And so, I always want to show light on that. Like, I really appreciate him, everything that he's done for us. You get me? He's been, he's probably, like, out of 50 sessions that we probably had, he's probably missed, like, four. You get Man, me? That he's there. And that, yeah. Like, he goes shoots. Like, he does, like, his own stuff. Like, he, this man's a very important man. Like, he'll, you know, I told you, like, he shot, he just did Bobby Schmurda, like, three days ago, four days ago. So, he'll do what he has to do. I think the day he came back from our 16-hour session, he went there, he went to the session, left to go shoot uh, uh, Snoop Dogg, 
and and uh, I think Wiz Khalifa. You get me? Yeah. Came back. We knocked out. I think like nine, ten more hours, and we we were probably like six in the morning. He's recording this like sixteen hour session. Just knocked it out with the boys. Yeah. You get me? Like he's like the life of the party. You get me? Like I'm, I have pretty much tempo, but when he's uh, when he's on it, he's on it. You get me? Hell so, yeah, and that's why I cop team no sleep. You know, like that's how I used to be too. Like yeah. At the end of the day, the moments too has a feeling. Yeah. Like you're rather experiencing shooting. Like for a time, we'll shoot a Snoop Dogg, man. That's like yeah. crazy. And, and like I said, all that is just practice and just like his catalog is insane. Yeah. You get me? And I always say, hey, if you need videos or you need you want people to shoot, mic the plug. You there get you me? Go. And shout, plug. shout out, shout out, Awoken Entertainment. Shout out to them. Awoken Photography. <laughs> all that. And 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 yeah, man. So. Uh, you're missing your single. Missing you, man. Missing you. I slept on that song. A lot of people are, you know, right now, that song probably has 50,000 streams. I just checked right now. Uh, it's at, like, 19-something on Apple Music. It's Why like, you say you slept on it? I slept on it. How come? I you wasn't a fan of it. You didn't like it? Yeah, I wasn't a fan of it at all. I dropped it low-key because people were begging me to drop something, and that was the first, I was like, I guess I'm going to drop it. <laughs> yeah. I did a BS mix on it. My brother didn't mix it. Like, I did a whatever mix on it. I just threw it out there, and, I, it, and it just went crazy. I heard it. It was pretty dope. The, uh, I'm asking you, like... Appreciate yeah. you. South, was it South by South Southwest? Southwest? Yeah, how was that experience? Man, so... Like, being a rapper, that must be, like, a good, like... Yeah, that's... that. Feeling. that you know, because a lot of people want to want to perform, you know, and want to... South by Southwest is, is a good, like, to have on the, like, the catalog, you know what I mean? Like, you know, of, of things that, of, uh, that an artist has done. Yeah. And how that came about was, uh, so my boy, LBDG, got the opportunity. And like I said, we're all brothers. So, you know, That's we cool. all look, if, if somebody, there's an opportunity for somebody else to eat, someone is going to, you got to step up to the plate. And so, you know, that that opportunity was given to me. He was on me because I was like, I don't know if I can go. I don't know. Like, you feel me? I don't know if you I got nervous? the money. Yeah. Not really nervous in a sense, but it was more like, like, uh, like, uh, you get me like it's like it's like risk for reward. You get me, and and now more of that. I'm more of a believer in that risk and, and reward. So, but at the time he was telling me that like, we gotta do this, we gotta do this. Like, like you get me as as like we have to do it. You get me. It wasn't yeah. really no explanation. It's just like we gotta do it, and that's that. And so like you know I was going back and forth. Like, I don't know, man. And you know I finally came to my senses. I, I went out and the cameraman flew out with us. Dang, there and so you, go. you know we all arrived at different days, and we all you know we all made it happen. We opened up for OMBPZ. You know, we got a chance. He has it on video. He has it. We got a chance to chop it up with OMBPZ. And and at the end of me talking to him, he said, I'm goaded. You yeah. get me? So that's just another that's just another check. You get me? And, and and it's what's after that? You get me? And what's really after that? Shit, next week we're all in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, next week, hey, the, the following week we're all in Alaska. Doing what? We shot uh, four music videos. It was me, OMG Beats, LMBDG, uh, Mike the Plug. Uh, Joel, uh, uh, Leeson, and and Ryan, we all we all were out there and uh, we made it happen. We were there for about four days. The weather was insane. I've never experienced something that cold, man. Like I'm talking about, our hands are purple. What type of music video you saw over there? Uh, uh I, I shot about like I shot two videos by myself. We did two joint videos and then uh, DG did his own. His own personal video, so it was kind of like you get me. Yeah. I think yeah, I think I got the numbers right. Yeah. And after that, what was the other trip? You went to another trip? Nah, I didn't go another trip. Nah. We came That's back. Crazy we came too. back home and, and we came back home and and we were just studio, studio, studio. You get me? Yeah. Like we've already and that, and that's where that's where I, I tell every artist like once you do something big, don't let that get to your head. It's it should be the what's next. You get me? Yeah, yeah. And and always move with with uh like. 
I can't just settle because the moment that you settle and become complacent, uh, complacent, that's when every people like your other competitors start overachieving and doing better than you. So yeah, when you get like too confident on that position or yeah. like your work, they'll tell you. They'll they'll tell you one of one of one of the 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 how can you say it? one of my uh, traits that I have is being uh, persistent. You get me like I can kind of see foresee like the vision, and you know I might not have all the like the resources and necessities, but I know that as a team. If we all just dial in, we can make a lot of shit happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm persistent, like, all right, bro, like you need to be here. You need, to, you know, I'm calling Mike. Like Mike will tell you, I blow his phone. Up. I, you feel me? Like if he's my, if he's you my girlfriend. Them? Yeah, like I call his phone. Like if he's my girlfriend, like, hey, bro, come on, bro, come on. You get me? Yeah. But it's like, but it's all, but it's all love though. You get me? And 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 that's how I see. It. I, I'm pretty sure they all like OMG spans me with beats. Like if like if you're not like if you're not making as many beats as OMG, then what are you doing? <laughs> and that's how I, how I see. It. If you're not making five, six beats, seven beats, maybe. You know, there's times where he'll send me like ten beats in a day. How long does it take you to make a song? Me? Yeah. It really depends. Like they've seen me make songs in fifteen minutes. Right. Missing you was made in fifteen minutes of freestyle. I was gonna ask you the, no special. How that one came out? Special? Who was there for that? Nobody was there for that. Hey, no, nobody. I was a solo session. But I, I, I actually, uh, that was like fifteen minutes. Quick. Yeah. Well, just you like, do just record it and somebody mix it, or you do that part too? I don't do the mixing. I, I shout out to my brother. If you want to buy a template, my brother got all the presets, all the templates. Six hundred though. If you're not paying the thing, I'm sorry. You get me? <laughs> but uh, yeah, he does all that. You get me? So he kind of made a template, he calls it a big stun template. Mm. You get me? He's kind of already mixing mastered. It's just the levels and all that. I just send it to him. He does it for me. Yeah, that's Gets nice. me right. But uh, yeah, that song was made in 15 minutes. Yeah, for a producer having template, that's like a big thing. Like, yeah. Well, it, it comes in handy. Yeah. Oh, I got my own handy. templates too, and it's like once I'm with the artist, yeah, I'm ready to go. You know? Exactly. Um, sitting booth. That's like. Yeah, we were talking about it earlier. Yeah, you know? Sid and Bull, man, Sid and Bull was 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 one of the How was songs. That process, the process of that was so. Uh, my cousin Crash, uh, I asked what he was doing, and he said, "You know, I'm at the studio. Uh, that was at uh, Just Us Studio. Mm-hmm. That used to be in uh, uh, Signal Hill, and I pulled up on that. And uh, what's it called? He had already had it down, and then St. Louis had already had the her her vocals on it, and I was like, I like it." <laughs> oh, can I jump on it? And and like I said, like you can kind of hear like the the message that I have behind that. I just lost my friend. Uh, he overdosed, and you know that was kind of like a way of coping. And that's how I started coping with all the things that I was going through with life was music. Hence why I said, you know, uh, people messaging me telling me that I've been helping them, you know, go through what they've been going through. Yeah. You know, it feels good because music was there for me when I really didn't have a lot of things. You get me? So. What kind of side of thing your music is? I'm in that pain trap. You get me? Pain trap. You know, a lot of people are like, what's pain trap? And I also make a lot of love songs. You get me? Like, I make a lot of love songs because I feel like I have nothing but love in my heart. And you get me? And, and as, as if you're genuine in the music that you made, you get me? They'll tell you, look, they'll, they could probably tell you probably like a handful of songs that I have that are not that are not good. You get me? Yeah. But they'll tell you like most of the songs How that I make. How you go about your singles? Like, what song you release and what song you don't? Or the just. It's really just. Uh, um, it's really just whatever the people on TikTok say. Hmm. You get me? Cause uh, you got a good um reaction to them. Yeah, I mean, when I go live on TikTok, like normally, you know, I could probably get three thousand people on my live just watching me at one time, and at the end, I'll probably have like eighty thousand, ninety thousand people that have seen my live in two hours. Yeah, that's you get awesome. me. So I bring in a pretty good amount of people, um, and you know, whatever they say, like drop, drop, drop. You know, that's kind of like where I gear towards too. It's not really what I want. I really think I, you know, I consider what the listeners want. Have you got the social media hate yet or not yet? What do you mean by that? Like when they just start hating on you for no reason? 
Uh, I get compared to a lot of people. Uh, you know, shout out to Yeek. Everybody says I look like Yeek. Uh, he makes like Lil Uzi music. Mm. You know, so uh, you know, but I should have just told my homie that your sound might be like a Lil Lil Uzi type, but like Uzi. Yeah. Yeah, man, and and like I said, I grew up in an era where all that was coming up. You get me? I was like 16 when Uzi came out. You know, and all that had a, hep- a heavy influence on myself. So, you know, uh, I I feel like I, I just pick pieces from everything, and I just you know, and yeah. just and just you're really versatile. So I, I I was hearing the was it, LA Slice single. Yeah. That was give you the LA vibe for like with your own yeah, voice so like, <laughs> different, you know. Yeah, I was uh so uh, it's crazy because uh, all of my homies, I like I said, I went to I went to Southwest and uh, South Central, and uh, what's it called? Uh, they was all on the LA music, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna give it a try. So I made LA Living first, and and Wait, so you got more that type of style, kind of yeah. Mm. So LA Living was my first song that I my first single that I released like under Big Stun, and it did pretty good. Like a lot of people were telling me that was the one, like that was a hit, and um, you know, a lot of people was like, do the LA, do the LA. But then when I started drifting off, uh, mm-hmm. I had lost a, a really close friend of mine uh, again. He overdosed. In uh in June and that's kind of like where I geared towards Little Dirk, mm. and when I started listening to Little Dirk, that really had a heavily uh, hev- uh heavy influence on me, where I geared away from uh, from the L A. and I started just getting into like the East Coast music. I thought about King Bomb when he died. Man, I mean, a, a loss is a loss. You, 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 me? you were a fan of him? I'm uh there's a few songs that I like. I can't I can't even remember the names, but I know that he's a, there's a, there's a, he's like mm. uh like Anneli Chopper has like the Shadow Flow One, Shadow Flow Two. King Von has one where he tells a story like he's like it's, I can't remember the name but it's like one two I think there's like three of them, um, but like I said man a loss is a loss you get me like you know for anybody that anybody that takes a loss you get me, I always send my condolences out because I know that pain how it feels to lose somebody so you know the same the same way the city felt when they lost Kobe the same the way the city felt when they lost Nipsey you get me the same way the city felt when they just lost Draco yeah you get Draco. me like like it's it's a when you lose an artist like you know that has a hit, you know that's helped so many people in the world, it, it just feels different. You know, like you know, I, I just watched the X documentary. You get me in the way that he was helping people, the way that he was able to control a crowd. You get me. That's like, every artist's dream. You get me. Like, what's your next step, or where do you see yourself like in five years? Man, I see myself in five years. I see myself <laughs> sitting with the whole gang, probably in Cabo. Just like <laughs> talking about like everything that we've ever done, because we are your, your next move too. Yeah, I just feel like my mind is always racing. You get me, and I'm always just plotting like how can the whole gang eat. That's always been my mindset. Yeah, Hence yeah. why my boys are here. You get me. Yeah, like yeah, I, I always see like uh, uh, an opportunity in things, even when people like you know I've always been optimistic. That's one thing my mom always tells me. I've always been an optimistic person. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I see myself in five years with the whole gang bust down rollies, Cuban chains, all that. You get me, uh, but yeah. also making smart investment moves, buying assets, land, For you sure. know. So yeah. that's that's where I see it. Well, TikTok, we were talking about it earlier. Like you feel like that's one of your bigger tools yeah. right now. TikTok, it, TikTok, I, I, is one thing that a lot of people they think it's just an app that you just post on. You get me. In, in reality, it's a business, and I say that because if you see all the people that came off of TikTok, you know, you got the dude, you got Muski who made Corp, I mean, who made a. Uh, uh, What's it called track star? She's a runner. She's a track star. You give me got pop honey that made uh, a Corvette. Corvette. All these people's lives changed because of music. Because of TikTok. In reality, you, know, you think it's like the dance moves, or more than that? It's 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 all that. You got algorithms. You got hashtags. You got consistency. Consistency is key. 
You get me? I just got done today talking to my, my homie. Shout out to Raw Expression. You get me? Yeah, shout out to that. I was going to ask you the quote in the bag. That's pretty dope. Yeah, I didn't even, and I, and I apologize. You know, shout out, to, shout out to my stylist at, at Raw Expression. You know, I don't know what the quote says in the back. You get me? But I just got this today. But I'm saying, I just got, I just got done talking to him today, and I was telling him consistency is key. You get me? He was like, he's like, how do you, how do you think I should do it? You know, he said that he has ideas. I was giving him ideas like what he should do, and, and he was like, I'm on it. Thanks for the free game. Because it's really what it is. Nobody understands. Like, TikTok is more than just, it's bigger than Facebook. It's bigger than Instagram. It's bigger than all that. And nobody really understands. If I tell you this. This is a free game for everybody watching this. Yeah. You post on TikTok. You go see the numbers that it's doing on the insights. Right? You can see when it's when it's when when the activity is going crazy, when it's not going crazy. Post on the times that it's going crazy. When, when the time, you know, and, and you might get more views than, than you really do. And the hashtags have a really big thing to do. So, I was explaining him to my homie today, too, you know, at Raw Expression. I was telling him, I said, if I were to post the Camaro that was sitting in his, his you know, in his parking, uh, the driveway. If I post the, if I post the Camaro and I post Rari, Phantom, you know, like Tesla, it's not going to go where it needs to go. The video is not going to do good. You get me? Yeah. So hashtags that, that, that go with the, uh, uh, what's it called? The hashtags that, that go with the video, like, that's a, a key thing. You get me? You can't just put whatever hashtags that don't relate to the video because the video is not going to do good. You're going to fuck up the algorithm? It's, it's going to fuck up the algorithm. And, and like I said, TikTok is a business, but people don't see it like that. You could really change your whole life. Which has been your biggest video? I think my biggest video is when I talk about uh, the opportunities I was given from, from my homie LMBDG. You know, and, and, I, you, and I say that because... In this world, there's so much envy and hate, and that when somebody else is doing better than you, they tend to hate. You get me? Or when you're doing better than somebody else, they hate on you. You know. But I've been very grateful for all the opportunities that I've that I've received for over the past two years, and all the all the places that I've been taken. Like you get me? Yeah. All everything that's in and, and I show people that if you just wait your time, your time will come. You get me? And that's why if you read the comments, I don't have to say that much. You get me? If you go read the comments, they'll say. This is inspiring. This is inspiring. Like, you make me want to keep rapping. Like, you make me want to keep going. And that's really where I want, that's, as an artist, that's what I want to be remembered as. You get me? I want to be remembered as somebody who gave motivation to the community, not somebody that, you get me, like, I'm too cool for school. Like, I'm too cool to talk to you. I'm too cool to, you know, I respond to everybody in the DMs. Yeah. I tell them, I might not follow you back, but I have a lot, I have an open message, you know, communication feed with you. So I said, hit me up if you ever need anything. What kind of advice will you give an upcoming artist nowadays? I think uh, just be yourself, you know? A lot of people try to be them, uh, somebody they're not, and, um, you know, and they force things. Once you force it, like I told you earlier, my mom said, never force things in your life. Let's let things fall into place. And, and accept the cards that you're dealt. Don't try to look at somebody else's cards and try to, you know, how can I beat that? Use what you have and, 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 and lay that down. And, and I'm telling you, you build a foundation off of that, you'll be successful. And don't ever just don't ever look at the other man's plate. Like I like that's one thing that I just keep saying. Never look at another man's plate. Just keep doing what you got to do, and I promise you, you you'll be all right. And then shout out before we end this. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to my boy LMBDG man. Shout out to my boys at LMB. Shout out to OMG Beats. Shout out to Mike the Plug. Shout out to Chris K. Shout out to Resta. Shout out to Crash and the Go. Shout out to Rock Splash and my personal stylist. If y'all want y'all custom pieces, man, get at them. And shout out to my boy Faded, yeah, Faded man, for, for, having, for, up, for having me on here. And hopefully I could bring you up again. Like, yeah, anytime, bro. Like I said, I'm, I'm pretty sure you got, we could talk more about knowledge. You got a lot of knowledge. And yeah. 
like your TikTok, like you said, that's pretty dope. That those those are your biggest videos, you know, yeah. because you're giving free knowledge. Yeah, and I feel like that's what people like too. Yeah, that's what and and, and you know, cause sometimes people wish like people would people pay for this shit. They pay yeah. to go to motivational. You get me? And I'm I got it right there. The app is free. Just yeah. go go and go that's and follow. Pretty, that's pretty dope. Cause he's like young artist, you know. Yeah, I'm 22, man. I'm 22, yeah, so and I'm. Like, and shout I'm, out to him. And 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 I got a good head on my head. For sure. <laughs> I mean, I got a yeah, I got a good head on my head. Yeah. But yeah, man, L and B to the death of me, and uh, uh, go stream my music, bro. I got a mixtape dropping. Yeah, for sure. Called Mama's Rockstar. Thank you for pulling up. I know you're probably faded. Big fun. We out. Yeah. Sure.